Welcome to the wonderful world of how we sees it. I am the woman of the hour, Asia Lee. Takes pull. Today is a very special episode because we are going to talk female femininity. I'm glad I got it right because every time I say it, it always tries to trip me up, but not today because I am pronouncing and enunciating okay so today we are going to talk female femininity and the struggles that we often have as black women we're talking for black women today yes the angry old black women everybody always want to talk about let's talk about us let's talk about how hard it is sometimes for us to remain feminine Let's talk about how it comes off to others. Let's talk about how harsh it can be. Let's talk about how much we get criticized for this. And then I want to talk about where that comes from. Why we even feel the need to have to show a masculine side and can't maintain our femininity the way that we really want to. Y'all want to know what it's really from? It's a defense mechanism. It's a defense mechanism from simply feeling unsafe in this world. Black women really do feel unsafe in this world in many different ways. And I can speak on it because I'm a black woman. You may feel unsafe outside in the street. There's danger everywhere. You may feel unsafe at home, building relationships with your parents. You may feel unsafe unsafe in the work environment. There's women that are obviously molested here, there, and everywhere in the world. And for black women, when you come off with that strength that everybody likes to call angry, it's a defense mechanism so that you can show that you are not to be fucked with, that you are not weak. That's what it really is. Do you think we want to be harsh? We don't feel safe. (laughs) And so being that we don't feel safe, we feel the need to protect ourselves. And it's almost like all bark and no bite. It's just what you have to do. It's like if you hear a big ass dog barking and then when you see it, it's a poodle. That's exactly what it is. A defense mechanism to protect our hearts, our feelings, our minds, our bodies. You see, like, the tone has to switch. I can't always be soft. As a black woman, I can't always be soft. Because the way that sometimes the world perceives me may make them think that they can take advantage. And I refuse to let anybody believe that they can, right? So... When you're soft and sweet and kind and some women of other races are known to be this way, they're easier to deal with. And honestly, in the back of a black woman's mind, we were taking it as you're easier to get over on. If you can't get over on us, then, okay, I don't want to deal with her because she angry and she talk back too much. And she do this and she do that. She talk back too much or she stands up for herself. She talks back too much or she stands firmly in the things that she believes in. She's angry or she's passionate. 
she's angry or she knows what she's talking about and she doesn't like when people try to play her like a fool. It happens in the work environment all the time. As a black woman, some people think that we're miseducated. And then you have to pull up on them and educate. And then they look at you like, oh, what's wrong with her? But also what I realize is that we do have to learn to play the game. And not to play the game, but tap back into our femininity. Especially in our personal lives. Especially, I would say, in regards to dealing with men. But again, that comes with feeling safe. I saw something that was so great and it said, I operate in my purest form when I get to move in delicacy and love. When I can move like my softest self, that's when I operate best. When I have people around me that make me feel like I can be soft without taking advantage of me, without lying, deceiving, cheating me, and just appreciating the softness, right? But being that that doesn't happen often where people are just living for whatever it is that they want out of life with not much regard to others, you got to protect yourself. Or you're going to be out here going outside. And that's just the bottom line. Is there a thin line? Yes. For example, I saw something that was kind of disturbing on Instagram. This is, this is us as black women representing ourselves this way. I don't like when we put stuff like this out there, then that is what has the people that angry black woman. They put that forehead right on our stand. I mean, they put that stamp right on our foreheads. When we portray ourselves like that's cute. I'll punch with your fucking mouth. Come on. Now, let me be real. And say, have I ever been that girl? Yes. And when I've had to, I'm not blaming anybody else, but I feel as though the person that made me talk to them like that was somebody that just tried to play. Play they self. So some people, and yes, in regards to men, make you want to get like that. But you know what it really is, ladies? And this is where we have to wake up. Instead of saying, that is okay for us to be represented that way because um, if a man make you do that, then do that. No, no, no. Let's turn it around and say, let's not deal with men that make us want to go there. Let's not deal with men that trigger us to a point of anger and ready to fight anger and violence. That's not love anyway. Let's, let's, let's stop attracting ourselves to the things that are not really feeding our souls. They may be attractive in other ways, thrilling and fun, but dangerous to your mental health, dangerous to your femininity. Dangerous because do you want to move on to a man that really deserves your softest feminine side and you can't be that way when you're upset and you start acting like this? This? You see me calling your phone and you ain't answer? I'll punch you in the fucking mouth, bitch. You think I played them games too big? Come on now. Imagine if your Prince Charming was busy running his million dollar company and your hood ass is talking about this. You see me calling your phone and you ain't answer? I'll punch you in the fucking mouth, bitch. You think I played them games too big? Come on now, ladies. We're not going to play ourselves. 
the reason why we're going to clean up our act is because it's only going to be beneficial to us. I'm not making this to bash her in any way. I'm making it because she's a beautiful woman and she deserves a really good man. But I, I identify with that. I identify with feeling like you really ready to square up and knock a pilgrim head clean off his shoulders. I identify with it very clearly, but is it beneficial to me? No. You know what is beneficial? Not dealing with the pilgrims that make you want to talk to them like that. And that's just on God. That's the bottom line. I saw that Ari had reposted it like it was she had did a, a TikTok to it. And I want to get on her really quickly. I'm very disappointed with a lot of the things she just finally just had won me over being with Moneybag. I felt like she was maturing. And then when I saw that interview with her saying basically that she's the type of girl that wants a man to pull a gun out on her. I guess in order to show that he really loves her and really wants her to stay, I was just devastated. And I was devastated for the fact that you have worked your way to be wherever you are with your little followers. And you know everybody swear followers is life. So you have all these people following you, including my little cousins, and you going to say some shit like that? I don't need them thinking that's cool. And I try not to be the cousin that's preaching and lecturing and shit, but I always end up still being it. <laughs> but I don't need them hearing shit like that. Excuse me for me, Kirsten. I don't need to hear. I don't need them hearing things like that to promote the fact that love looks like when a man holds a gun to you to tell you not to leave. She doesn't even understand. That's how immature. I thought she was growing, but that's how immature Ari really is for you to be in a place in your life to promote that love looks like a man holding a gun to you to say for you not to leave. That is really real. I'm ready to cry because domestic violence, it happens all the time. God rest her soul. Tony, a friend of mine that I went to high school with, her own cousin, went through the same thing trying to get away from a man. It wasn't love and she understood it and she wanted to get away from him and he killed her. You mean to tell me that that's cool to put out there that that that's when a man loves you? Women don't need to hear that. Young girls don't need to hear that. 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, 21. Don't need to hear that. If your man is gangster and if he beats you up and tell you don't go nowhere, that that means he really loves you if you want to leave him. That broke my heart, like it really did. And I'm so happy that Rihanna don't play those games and that she pulled her shit because you gotta be responsible for the things that you say. And I can say that because I learned that for myself. That's why I try to think before I speak. If I'm talking slow or if it take me a minute to get out what I'm saying, it's because I'm thinking. You have to be responsible for the things you say. And the more people watch you, the more you have to think about the things you say and be responsible. So not only did she do that interview, right? And I was looking at the computer like, what is going on? Even the girl that was sitting there was looking stupid. And I would have been like, girl, please don't say that. No, don't, don't tell them people that. If you want to just say that you've matured in certain ways, I get her point. I don't even get her point. I'm not saying I get her point. I feel like I hope she wanted to say that she's done better now with communicating and stop being so childish and really having real conversations being with him if that's what you wanted to say say that that's a good message to put out there but for you to pull the most ignorant thing out show big clonky ass all right i'm sorry because this ain't that 
I was upset. I really was. And then, and then, and then I got even more upset when after the interview and everybody started having their reactions and it was not a good response. And there's so many women across the world that has been through domestic violence. And for you to get on wrong and strong and be like, who cares? Who cares? You probably don't even got no men. Like, where are you? Where's your mind? You can see clearly where her mind is down in the dumps underneath my bed where all the dust bunnies lie. Because what are you talking about? Who cares? Like being a secondhand victim of domestic violence i've never been hit in my life but my mother went through domestic violence as we grew up and it was the scariest thing still got ptsd from certain things because it's not a game and when somebody really loves somebody else and it's violence and air quote love let's say it because it's not really love it'll never be love when somebody chooses to put their hands on you because they love you they will kill you they can kill you period so how much does somebody that can murder you love you? They love themselves. They love how much they love you. And whatever feeling you taking away from them, they could kill you over. So let's just really be clear on that. For anybody out there that's confused and think that if your man wave a gun around and he don't want you to go, that he really love you. Girl, you might just die tonight. And I hope that's the last man you ever had. Okay, I hope you loved him that much too. <sighs> but I was just so floored and disgusted by it that... I was so happy because you have to make examples out of people. You can't keep giving these people platforms and money to do this, that, and third. And you don't want to do the right thing with it. And you're not promoting the right, right messages. I'm glad Rick Ross, even though I'm jumping, <laughs> I'm glad Rick Ross has, and Meek even was with his little posts, promoting, investing with the money. Talking to the guys on Earn Your Leisure. Talking to Wall Street Trapper. Like, we, this is the messages y'all have to put out there. No more just killing and stealing and shooting at club and FBs and da-da-da-da-da. Enough is enough. It's time that y'all have the space and the opportunity to put people on to how to get to where y'all at. Legally, if you can. And you learn your damn self. Y'all should have been investing, but it's okay. It's never too late. But that's what we need to be talking about. That's what we need to be promoting to one another when you have a platform. Not just showing off and showing all the stuff that you have and making people that don't have more depressed that they don't have and looking at your page every day sad and wishing that they got it. Instead of teaching them when they go on there that, yo, invest this, invest this watch, do that, do that. Give people the tools to get there. Sometimes as black people, you end up starting, when you finally get in a better position, you try to flaunt. Instead of trying to pull people up. And that is usually the problem. You get so high up that you forget that where you, you were down there and somebody pulled you up. So that's why my life mission is just always trying to keep us educated on trying to do better. I've been down there and I'm talking about mentally. What she said, the type of stuff she say and do, how Jenna Ski was talking with the, yeah, look out of here, right? I've been in all of those places that as a 28-year-old woman, I am coming out of it all. I'm a black, educated woman that is smart, a lot to offer. I want to maintain my femininity. I don't want to compromise my dignity and respect for low-level, low-energy people. So I'm going to do better with who I surround myself with instead of trying to blame their behavior on my behavior. Or blame my behavior on their behavior, shall I say. But... I mean, I said all I had to say about Ari. I'm glad her deal got pulled and hopefully she learned her lesson. I saw her trying to do a nice little 
goody girl campaign and say, I'm going to get back to the kids and I'm going to pay for this. Please do, girl. Scrape it back up like B. Simone scraped her face off the floor when she said that 9 to 5 bullshit. Because I saw her scrape it back up the other day and say, yeah, God will embarrass you for a purpose. And it was true. She did get embarrassed because nobody agreed with what she said either. You just came from 9 to 5 in the Honda in the car and you're still not top tier millionaire. You're still not top tier. And other, in some cases, somebody will look at you like a brokey, certain men that are of a different level and don't want to date you because you only got 1.5 and they have 300 million, you know? So it was a good humbling moment for her. But the way that she brought it back around, which made me agree with her, was, no, I do not want a man that is just working a nine to five. I want a man that is working a nine to five if he has to be, but ambitious about who he is in life and where he is trying to go with it. And not that being working a nine to five for the rest of his life. A man that is either artistic, musically inclined, doing and actively working in his real life, that that's his real thing that he does. That when you see him, you see what his purpose is. That's what I want. You can work whatever nine to five you want, but are you working on a bigger picture and a bigger goal? So if you have the basic nine to five mentality and you want to be doing that for the next 50 years, like she said, I don't, I don't want that either. I don't want anybody that wants to work a nine to five for the next 50 years. I want somebody that has ambitious, entrepreneur-like businessman dreams, whether you ever get there or not, to have it and be putting it in real motion to try to get it accomplished, that's good enough for me. Um, us as women, we gonna get it together. We gonna bring it back down. We gonna bring it back down to the ground. Being mindful when we're, you know, in fun spaces or like say y'all get drunk and how you say y'all? Cause when I get drunk, I'm not mean and angry, but some people really do. Heal that hurt and heal that pain in your regular life. So that when you're drunk, you're not mean and nasty and bitter to everybody that's around you because nobody wants to hear it. Um, let us always remember that violence is not a form of love. I saw a beautiful video of a lady on Instagram that just wanted to give us reminders and some tips that I felt like would be useful to us as women to remain and keep our femininity intact, period. You give him your interpretation of what he tries. You give him your interpretation of what he means instead of really listening to him so he can explain what he means. You try to pick apart everything he says and you go to the most negative thing that you can think of in your head and you push that on him. And that's not fair. Yeah, I wasn't here for all of this stuff. Let the man talk until he's finished. I like that part. no interruption, okay? See, that's a part of this exuding your feminine for. energy. Let him... We gonna go back because... I really was here for the end of that. I don't know what topic she was discussing. Oh, she said a lot of women listen to respond instead of listening to understand. And I could see that to be true. I could see that to be true. But the biggest takeaway that I wanted for us was this part. See, that's a part of exuding your feminine energy. Let him know that you hear him. 
that you want to understand him, that you're there so he can be free to express himself at any level he wants, as long as it's respectful, okay? And you do the same. You can respect him by allowing him to just talk. And you know where that comes from again. Who we surround ourselves by. If a man is giving you that and you can't give that, then it's you that's doing bad. But if you surround yourself by people who can't give you that and you're used to not giving that respect back anyway, you think you're going to be able to change? No. For me, I come from a little bit of disrespect. Cutting people off when they talking, arguments, this, that, and third. So when you're trying to unlearn behavior, you have to allow yourself to be surrounded by people that know how to do the things that you're trying to do. And you have to force yourself to remove yourself from people that are not conducive to where you are trying to go. They can be very triggering for you. You don't even realize it. And then you're upset with yourself when they're not around anymore that you're not, you can't even hold on to the behavior that you've been trying to change. You may have been doing so good, but as soon as you let this person back into your space, you can't even keep up with it because they are not aligned with where you're trying to go with where you're going. So I said all of this to say that although us as women, we are simply just trying to protect our hearts, our minds, our bodies, and our souls. Sometimes with the over-aggressiveness and masculine behavior. It's eternal for men, first of all. So if you want to even have a man, get a man, keep a man. It's not going to work. It's just not going to work. Bring it down. 45,000 notches. But also, men, be please keep in mind that you have to be worth that. If a woman doesn't even see... <laughs> see the respect to give you maybe it could be something that you're doing that's coming off as unworthy of the respect and if you feel like there's somebody around you that's unworthy of respect you don't need to associate yourself with that person there are like for example there was a guy that said something to me that by the end of the conversation he like no disrespect but when I first read it, I'm just like, I took it as disrespectful. The old me would have been like, fuck out of here. I don't know who you're talking to. Go sit the fuck down somewhere. And don't ever in your bullheaded life. You know what I'm saying? Like, I can go there. But instead, I responded, yeah, I, I know. I know, love. You know, sarcasm is my first language anyway. But when I'm disrespected, I'm ready to go. When I feel disrespected, forget when I'm disrespected. Imagine that somebody said something to you and from the bottom of their heart, they really didn't mean to disrespect you. But we all still have our own limits of what we feel like is disrespect and what we don't. So now I've taken it as somebody disrespect me and I'm ready to go there. No, thank you. Regardless of whatever, I want to stay true to my intention on remaining feminine and, and holding my femininity down no matter who does what, who says what. There is still a way for me as a black woman to exude my strength without having to be overly aggressive, without having to yell, without having to scream. That's just how strong we really are. So when we bring it down 5,000 notches and you really get the tea of what we're saying, the daggers that are coming out of our mouths, when it's calm, cool, and collected, yeah, I think that's way more of a of a shock value than yelling screaming cursing and being ready to fight 
it's 2022 ladies we are healing and we are healed from the heartbreak we don't have to defend ourselves anymore we are healed from the heartbreak and we are moving in the direction of good love for us mentally not violent love not ready to fight not ready to get shot in order to stay or go peaceful love healing from the heartbreak healing from the trauma i want ari ari however you say her name to heal from the trauma and pain and hurt and disappointment that she has been through for her to even still have these thoughts in her mind that that was ptsd of whatever something she's seen something she's been through in her life to make her say out of her mouth what she said so i'm praying for all of us as women and i hope that that was really a good be simone learning moment for her to be mindful imagine if you had a daughter come on you're gonna say that to her i understand you have a son but we're healing and we all here together to help each other heal and nobody's better than anybody else i'm not judging anybody again i've been in the same places and i'm just here to show growth in front of everybody's eyes Y'all go back to one of my first episodes. I was on there bawling my eyes out because in 2020, quarantine, somebody had to hit me up to tell me about how terrible I was at high school and how it affected their lives in such a negative way. And to have grown up and not been that person for all these years of my life and somebody faced me with who I used to be, I had to deal with that. I had to deal with that. You can't just move on in life and act like you've never been a certain person. So now that I'm here, I'm here just as a living proof and example. I'm not a pastor. I'm not a preacher. I'm not a counselor. I'm not an advisor. I'm not an administrator. I'm just a coach (laughs) coming soon, okay? I'm just a coach. And coaches usually used to play football. Coaches usually used to play basketball. Coaches played the game. So now they know and have tried to perfect the skill to lead other people to greatness, to lead the basketball player to the NBA. To lead the football player to the NFL. So I'm just here as y'all coach to lead y'all into your highest potential, into your highest selves. Holly sees it over and out because that was nasty that I just dropped. <laughs>